Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. back. Uh, as I was saying, <laughs> since uh, our last get-together. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, group Snarkcast. Thanks, man. It's hey, good to be here. It is deep. In honor of Black Panther, which I thought was a great reason to get back together. Good reason. Uh, l- let me go around the room. Now, we are missing one of our cohorts here who will we'll have to pause and introduce him and bring him in. And, of course, we, we will completely trash him as he comes in the room. <laughs> oh, he's getting dogged out yeah. today. Yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, so let's uh, go around the room. First up, we've got the great Jason E. Kelly here. What is happening? It's good to be here. we got Mikey Ambers. Hello, everybody. And we've got Chris the McGann McGann. Hi! <laughs> Actual, I felt like I was. That was that's where, actual voice, by yeah. the way. Right. It's either that or, and I'm from 60 Minutes. <laughs> one of those two. All right. So, um, I, I will just start off by saying we'll just kind of get a quick consensus here. Uh, I freaking loved Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yes. Freaking yes. loved yes. it. it yes. I mean, yes. uh, I, in, for so 100%. many reasons that I am still thinking about. Now, I saw it Thursday night. I saw yeah. it with a full crowd at the Pacific uh, Theaters yeah. at the Grove. What, what, what hour? What, what showing? I was there at 7.30. Okay, I went to the, the 11 o'clock. Okay, late yeah, one. Was I was at the 7.30, but Arclight Hollywood, okay. which was also completely sold out. Yeah. yeah. This poor old, little old man thought he'd show up and... Like watch Black Panther, and they're like, "No, every show until 11 p.m. sold out." And he's like, "Mo." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <for> HBO. <laughs> I, and I, I will say, I saw it with a really interesting makeup of. I, I literally would say it was 50 percent African American, which I, I only bring up because there is a lot of talk about the kind of audience this uh, movie is bringing out, which for a typical. Uh, superhero kind of tentpole movie. It's reaching a much broader mm-hmm. group of people, mm-hmm. and uh, I, and I, I'm glad that it was that kind of makeup for one, just to kind of see that it was coming to fruition. That yeah, there's a there are a number of, of people of color in this theater that I would normally never see yes. mm-hmm. in a theater at the Grove, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and it also made for a really interesting energy in the room, which we can talk about that later. But let's just get quick response. I'm I mean I'm giving it really high marks. I'm still mm-hmm. processing a lot of what of it. I uh, We can get nitpicky later. Uh, but JK, how about you? Man, out of five stars, 25. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. it's a, It was... For me, it was the most important, one of the most important films I've ever seen. See, that was a question I was going to ask you later, but I, it, it, is, it is... It does feel important, doesn't it's it? It's important. I mean, it... First of all, as a, as a fantasy Marvel film, standalone film, it's 
It's everything that the critics have been saying. It's all of that in a bag of chips. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful film. Yeah, it is. It's an amazing story. It's parsed out perfectly. Um, I mean, there's other things I want to get into, but we'll get into them in a minute. But it just from the standpoint of, I'm going to go watch a popcorn movie. Yeah. It was all of that. It stands on its own. Do you think if it had not been as good a movie, was it still as important? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because they're... they're I mean, it helps that it... Is successful in so in my mind yeah, successful it, in so many ways. Well, it needs to be successful commercially, but yeah. also critically. I mean, you need to be able to hit it on all these marks, but yeah. then to, then to fuel the dialogue with really important conversations yeah. that that most people don't really realize are that most people don't really realize are held and had between people of the same color yeah. but from different nationalities and different realities. See, that's... That uh, is where... Uh, I mean, it. that's where Kugler's genius comes out. All right. I want to get more into that in a little bit. Mikey, how about you? Um, I'm going to say I, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know that... And I've been kind of reticent to call it an important movie, not because I don't think it is, but because I don't know that I have a right to say that it's an important movie for um, the African-American community. Um, if, if, if it's an important movie, and I certainly agree with you, but I don't know that I have, I get the right to determine that. Right. That said, I love that not only is it a great movie, it is a great standalone movie. So if you haven't yeah. seen the Marvel films, you can just see this one and you haven't missed a damn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't they don't rely yeah. a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's there in mm-hmm. subtle ways, and and it and uh, but it's not one of those that where you have to be. And that was another brilliant move yeah, on their right. part. They make it part of the universe because it is. I mean, it already he's already established as part of that universe. Mm-hmm. But if you were walking in literally with never having seen a single Marvel superhero movie. It's it's it does exist on its own. Exactly. And and the one thing I do like about that, getting back to my original point, is what I what I really like about it is that it it, it is promoting this and, and, and riding the wave of the sea change of of um, thoughts and and ideals and philosophies that the way people think about race mm-hmm. and, and in our society, which is long overdue and that right. it's moving that forward. At a much faster faster pace, I think it's exceptional. Yeah, and uh, well, we'll again get more into that in a little bit. But McGann. So, look, I, I hate to disagree about Black Panther being a good movie. So I won't, because I thought it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. a twist. Twisted. Twisted Oh, yeah, a um, little, little sneaky little <laughs> twist. <laughs> no, I devil. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was uh, amazing. You know, I've, I've got a couple of, like, very mild points of contention with it. Um, yeah, we'll get to those. And it, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to all those. I, I mean, I've never um, hesitated to call it an important movie. Like, it makes me... It, it it disappoints me that it's you know that it is still at a point where it has to be an important movie, but mm-hmm. I think it's an important movie not just for the black community, but for for you know fanboys across the world for for people who are like oh shit this is viable all our superheroes don't have to be white and all our superheroes don't have to be these these men it, it does it rides that same like yeah. the change that Wonder Woman did where you know executives are like oh no yep. these movies can't be yep. commercial yeah. oh exactly. no we Agreed. can't have standalone exactly. superheroes See, that are it's that females. that's that's the th- interesting thing speaking from someone who comes from a very um, engaged community of white male superhero nerd lovers mm-hmm. uh, superhero loving nerds <laughs> I can say that I don't think that community gives a shit 
what the race or the gender you know. of the hero is if it's a really right. well done hero. I right. mean, they've yeah. shown that just in terms of when they've bought the the titles they've bought. I mean, if they're well crafted and they fulfill that kind of superhero fantasy thing, yeah. they don't care. Tell a great story and yeah. fan, the fans are going to come. Right. I mean, which is weird that it's taken this long. I mean, look, let's mention, let's give, <laughs> let's make a nod to Blade. Okay, let's take right. a minute and right. go. A moment for Wesley okay. Snipes. <laughs> oh, we're taking our hats We're taking off. our hats I wish I had a hat on to take off. I feel, let me, you know what? Let me put my hood up and then right. I'll, I'll take my... I don't my know, hood. Not the hood. Not the hood. Not the hood. No, no, no. That's a bad call. Bad call. Actually, take the hood off. Yeah, that's right. Let's leave the hood off. Let's leave the hood out of the conversation. And that's why... that's why. Unless your hoodie's up for Trayvon, but that's a whole different thing. I mean, of course it was. Right. Okay, of course. But I guess I guess that's... Blade is what makes me disappointed that this has to be like such an important movie still. We had a strong black comic book hero movie 20, 20 18 yes. years ago, 20 years ago and, and nothing since. Nothing nothing since and like and those were profitable. I mean right. and and oh, yeah. the first two anyway were generally good. very good well movies. liked, They're right? Very... The difference I think is that Blade was an, a black lead. Yep. And but surrounded but the, by white characters. Surrounded by a white character. Right. right. In, in, in a predominantly white world because right. like, he was the only black vampire I ever saw, except for Eddie Murphy. Uh, and <laughs> well, vampires in Brooklyn. Well, I'm and, older and than you, and so you miss you you black That is true from yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Nod to the black exploitation. Trey Calloway has joined us a little bit late, but just in time to give us your nutshell opinion of what. When did you see it, by the way? I saw it last night at 7.15 p.m. All right. And we should say uh, Trey is the only person that showed up with actual. Not just no, notes. No, I, uh, he's a fucking writer. No, I just you know, put some thoughts like, down. You have to be prepared. No, you didn't put thoughts down. You wrote an essay. Come on, man. It's the snark monkey. Teacher's pet. Teacher's <laughs> yeah, pet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a second, Larry. You're the teacher here, so is it working? Nah, no. Nah, he's not impressing me. I'm taking points off. No. Uh, give, give us the nutshell. Uh, the nutshell, as far as I'm concerned, is that this is hands down the most entertaining and most interesting Marvel movie to be made today. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So right. you're really putting it right out there. I feel like I'm still processing that because it's hard for me to rank it right now in, in a way that it stands alone. You know what? The way you're processing it right now is the exact same way I processed The Matrix when I first saw it. I yeah. went, what the hell was that? Yeah. That was amazing. I think it was really amazing. I need to see that again because that was amazing, I think. And I came out of Black Panther going, all of that feeling was right up front. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe I'm watching this. Yeah. I sat there with my mouth agape the entire movie. My wife's sitting there looking at me going, you are seven years old right now. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. And... Well, what's it, in- interesting to me is that I didn't, I didn't feel like I was in terms of a superhero movie. Let's just go on that level right now. I didn't feel I was necessarily seeing anything um, innovative. I guess is the word I'm saying. I did feel like I was seeing a great story uh, and a world that I hadn't experienced before. That was the the first thing outside of let's t- let's take away, you know, the the social impact of it. I thought I was seeing a really good story being told. Now, Trey, you are a writer. That's it. That's yeah? you, you guys are both tapping into what I mean, I'm with you on the matrix-like complexity right. in terms of you want to see it again and sort of steep in those juices again. Right. But what I love so much about it was uh, 
how emotional, how grounded yeah. and human and emotional yeah. the story was. Absolutely. So that no matter what the plot complexity was, and by the way, there have been far more ridiculously complex Marvel mm-hmm. plots. Oh, yeah. um, it was easy to follow right. story-wise, right. Yeah. but but emotionally, man, I could not have been more affected by it. Yeah, uh, in some really the, unique ways. The stakes here were much more personal than they were kind of global right. destruction, mm-hmm. which I am tired of. Yeah. Right. And yeah, also yeah, yeah. the the battles that tend to kind of be tacked onto the end of these things, uh, I realized at some point, oh, we didn't get some big... I mean, there is a, 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 a climax to this thing, no, sure. no doubt. Yeah. But it wasn't like this big, crazy thing that I was like, oh, here we right. go again. Here's a great movie that ends with 20 minutes of Flash. Right. And, and and I, yeah, I think, I think this is actually a huge step forward in the superhero genre in that regards, because this is the first movie we've seen in like 10 years that isn't... Uh, a giant glowing hole in the sky, mm-hmm. you know, right. at the end of it. Yeah. So, which mm-hmm. which was a nice change of pace, you know. In, it's in, also I'm sorry. In many ways, I would say, just piggybacking a little bit on on what Larry said, is that if you look at the Marvel universes. Uh, the cinematic universe as a whole, this is kind of like the small indie film mm-hmm. in, yeah. in yeah. that universe mm-hmm. because yeah. it is standalone. Yep. It, it, I mean, yes, it's beautiful. It is actually extraordinarily beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it has the effects and all that, but it is a much smaller movie. Mm-hmm. And after countless explosions and, and countless mm-hmm. deaths and all that, it's kind of nice to almost yeah. breathe a little bit it's as isolated. they set up for Infinity War. Well, this is this is that, that little downside yes, yeah. before you go before into the big climax. Before things get blown out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, the timing it's, couldn't it's also, be better for it's that It's isolated. Matter. I mean, Wakanda right. is an isolated, remote mm-hmm. country sitting in the mm-hmm. south of Ethiopia, north of Kenya. It's this tiny place that no one really knows about. So right. if, it makes sense that the story would be contained in that same way, yeah. which again is my nod to Coogler. It was genius yeah. for him to do that. It's Plus, like a, an Earth-based counterpoint to Guardians, because this, this yeah. did what, what yeah. Guardians did yeah. on a much more local scale. Yep. Right, it, it took us out of this like massive universe building thing, and it's like here's your breath of fresh air. Here's something completely different within the superhero genre, like tone wise, because mm-hmm. um, this this almost I don't know if this is exactly how I want to say it, but it's like the this is like the family the family movie. Right, the, all the drama sure. is, is in terms really, of relationships, yeah, yeah. relationship yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, which which I think is why it feels right. like it has it's that like, deeper resonance as opposed to just kind of blowing it out to like have right. empire right. with superpowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the world. We say world building on yeah. these reviews all the time. So let's talk about the world building of Wakanda, which um, oh, I think is one of the yeah. most unique. I mean, it yeah. already was in the books because I go back with Black Panther a ways. Yeah, so do I. Um, but it was realized beautifully, right, mm-hmm. Trey? Yes, uh, Wakanda from from ship design to weaponry to the suits, even the rhinos, far <laughs> by far the most visually arresting uh, of the uh, films in the Marvel Universe. I think the production design by Hannah Beachler absolutely deserves an Oscar. Uh, that cityscape of Wakanda Ooh. was so... Oh, yeah. It's this great pastiche of, like... Uh, uh, what feels t- high tech and urban, but also feels tribal and yes. feels yeah. mm-hmm. rustic. And you've got these skyscrapers that look, you know, like they're from the 23rd century, and yet they're stylistically carry echoes of of, of like mud towers in Timbuktu and right. Mali. It's right. got this great. There's graffiti in certain mm-hmm. points. There's. It's just this beautiful blend. It's, it's so the authentic. It felt very yeah. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the first place I've ever seen in a movie like this outside of uh, the the like dream city <laughs> in the empire yeah, right. that I actually wanted to live. Exactly. I mean, like, exactly. I would like 
to uh, I mean, I saw, I saw many so great tweets of like, I'm booking my trip to Wakanda <laughs> tomorrow. It's like, well, it, it, and and it's not some sort of utopian society. It's not like this weird science no. fiction, everything's perfect thing. You get a sense of an urban yeah. uh, mm-hmm. landscape, yeah. but. But what they but what they brought to it from a combination of technology and that tribal sense and, and, and a sense of history, which actually is one of the beautiful things about how so much else is executed, which is it's a great combination of organic mm-hmm. and technological, beautifully integrated, yeah, right? Yeah, Completely. Yeah. And it, it, Completely. It makes a nice background for, for kind of the whole un, uh, analysis of how we define outsider, which is like again so much of what I think the the movie did did and did well. They took the concept of the outsider and like flipped a lot of it on its head, and and what the end. That's all I must say. No, that's great. Yeah, we're getting we're uh, by the way, Trey, because you're late, and we'll mention that several times. Yes, thank um, you. Sorry, Trey. We're, we're in the non-spoilers sorry. section of the oh, podcast. Sorry, okay. gotcha. No, 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 you haven't we're, done it yet. I mean, uh, rhinos. Rhinos. Okay, there are rhinos in the movie. You don't know why yet. I think there's rhinos in the trailer. I'm pretty sure we see the. We see the. Yeah, it takes place in Africa. Can we just presume there are rhinos? I don't think we're breaking new ground. There's at least Black Panther in the movie. Yeah. By the way, I will. Damn, I missed that part. (laughs) I will make this complaint early. It is in Africa. There are nowhere near enough monkeys. In fact, zero Uh, monkeys uh, by my count. So, uh, but that's a nitpicky thing for later. It's a very snark monkey. Very very snark. Let's talk about let's let's whole tribe of the white white ape tribes that support the ape. Yes. Yeah. The where is totem he? Totem is the ape. I know. Mbaku. Where is the, the ape? Did I see? Did we see the ape? Yes, Mbaku. It was, it was the big like yeah, middle. Yeah, really, I don't yeah. want to give the, but in the way that we saw the panther. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah, into the cave. Okay. Over the cave. I again, Larry. That All right. Was, I'm saying it. not enough is what I'm saying. Apparently that was I mean, Larry's sure. bathroom like, break. Like right. I get it. Huh? We, we went to the get movie bonbons. could definitely use more monkeys and, and porgs. I mean, if you want to get like, real about it, but. <laughs> we're, oh boy, we're really integrating yeah, no. universes I mean, I mean, now. No, it's all Disney. Yeah, Disney yeah, while we're at it, let's throw some refugees in there. <laughs> one, day, one way or another, they're all going to get there, as, as long as there aren't uh, Chloridians. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about, let's get into the cast, because, um, and I would like Jason to start, because you had said before, this is an important movie, and there's a reason it's important. Uh, let's take away the fact that this is one of the biggest, most high-profile blockbuster movies with a cast that is 99% people of color. But if you take that element away from it, you still have to look at it and go, what a fucking cast. You've got Academy Award uh, nominees up the Mm yin-yang. You've got... uh, Academy Award winners. uh, Winners. 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 Uh, Chadwick uh, Boseman. We've got Lupita Nyong, who... (sighs) Michael frickin' B. Jordan. Damn. In many ways, against type and anything like we've seen <clears throat> yeah, before, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. But kill. I mean, from the moment he's on the screen, yeah, and he's, he's and and Ryan Coogler in the three movies he's directed, by the way, yep. for major motion pictures. Uh, has worked with Michael B. Jordan in mm-hmm. every one of them. Yeah. So we've got the new Scorsese De Niro, as far absolutely, as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in the best way possible. Right. And um, Forrest oh, Whitaker. God, who else? Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker is in there. Angela Bassett. Bassett. Angela, Bassett. Angela, Bassett. Angela Bassett. Man, just... Jesus. And it goes you know on and was on. funny? There was a moment in, in there where her head wrap was off and we see her silver hair. And I was like, she passed on Storm mm-hmm. in the original X-Men uh-huh. because she didn't understand... 
the comic book world at that right, time. Right, right. And I am so glad. Look at her now. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that role yeah. was. Per- I can't imagine anybody else. Uh, maybe Cicely Tyson. Yeah. But yeah, I can't right. imagine anybody else having played that part. Sterling K. Brown for a short moment. Yeah, um, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Who, admittedly, a little on the nose, just basically exchanging her uh, Walking Dead sword for uh, a spear, spear. but yeah. kicking. Not only that, but that guy does more with a single look than half the actors in this town. Like that heavy lid, lidded gaze that he just throws at the camera. Who's, oh, who are you talking about? I'm talking Dan- about Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're talking Dan. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was still back on Denai. Yeah. 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 She's uh, fantastic. I mean, yeah, I keep forgetting the, all the people that are in this thing who yeah. clearly saw the and opportunity. I can't remember her last name. Leticia. Uh, right? Is oh, it? He yeah, played right. his, yeah. the sister. Yeah, yeah. She was great. She stole. She was Man, really, she really was good. Fantastic. Every scene she was in. Fantastic. And you know who else I liked was Andy Circus. Yes. Oh, Andy my God. Circus. Andy Circus. Circus without being digitally yeah, enhanced, except yeah. for one, one minor. Yeah. One yeah. Yeah. Did that guy get so big? I don't, I I don't remember was, Andy Circus being no, like two back trucks slammed together. Andy Circus, good actor, which we all knew. We just didn't get to actually see his face. All right, Jason, talk a little bit about what you're feeling as you're seeing this thing. You are an actor. You are out there. The struggle is real for an actor (laughs) in this town. What did it mean? Well, I was happy for him. As selfishly, I was mad I wasn't in it. <laughs> I'm keep that real. There is Black Me Panther too. two. There is sure. Black Panther two. Right. Ironically enough, um, well, I don't want to go down that road. What? <clears throat> no, 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 I'm not. Okay. Go oh, see, now um, we're all going to be conjecturing about what the hell. No, that no, road no. Was. It's okay. It's okay. Right. Uh, is it? Is it spoiler territory? No. Because I, it's I not. had. It's okay. fine. Okay. It's fine, guys. Okay. Sorry. It was a fantastic. I mean, I just kept sitting there going. I haven't seen this many black folk mm-hmm. on screen, African in heritage, proud of their African heritage. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen as many people on screen carrying it and looking regal and beautiful and powerful since coming to America. Since like uh, roots, yeah. wow, that was yeah. okay. Because even in roots, it's like that's right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, like we had right, that layer right. of oppression that was there. And yeah. as much as I appreciate that movie, that movie was being told. Roots was told from. It was told about an African from a white, yeah, 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 yeah. American no, perspective. Right. Yeah. Whereas this was telling the story of Africa, right. of a country in Africa that doesn't need anything from the outside. My favorite. <laughs> there was a dialogue. They they give no support to the outside, and they take no they take no support from from the outside. They were so self contained, and I loved seeing that yeah. because I went, oh yeah, that's what damn near any country in Africa would be like if it hadn't been colonized and robbed of all of its riches. Yeah. Right, right. And so I went, oh wait a minute, whoa, this is a whole different way of thinking for me. And then I was I went to see with my homies and. I text him the next morning. I was like, that was two hours and 14 minutes. I didn't hear the N-word one time. Oh. God, I hadn't even thought of that. And I went, it just sent chills down my spine, and it just kind of rewrote for me in my mind of what's possible. And one of the guys I went with was Ahmed Best, um, who was Jar Jar, Mm -hmm. and he's got a podcast called The Mm Afrofuturist. And he's always focused on what, what, how can we rewrite the future knowing what we know from the past right and seeing it play out live in front of you 
just it opens your mind up and go makes makes an, makes me as an act uh, as a black artist go okay I can do more and I need to dig deeper. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, and what you're touching on there is which is interesting is that it what it doesn't do is shy away from issues that happen within the African-American community. The, Conversations the, that most people have no idea we have. Yeah, <laughs> which are about how, how is it you deal with the current world? How do you present yourself? Do you isolate yourself? Are uh-huh. you only about your tribe? Yep. Or do you allow yourself to be integrated into something? And what does that mean? Are you right. giving up something of yourself right. to be a part of something? I mean, th- well, those are complex issues. Very complex issues. That, but again, it's, it's integration from black people. The worst thing that ever happened to the black community in the United States of America was integration. Mm. We were fine on our own. But when we were forced to integrate, that just demolished our center of gravity for ourselves. We were always successful when we were left alone. But when we were left alone, we, we were successful and they were going, no, you can't have that much power. Mm-hmm. And it would, they, it would be, we would be invaded and it would be destroyed. And so integration came in and kind of diffused all of that. In, the, in a way, in terms of culture and community, it got diffused. This integration in this movie that they're talking about is them going, hey, we're going to bring a gift to you mm-hmm. versus you're going to come take ours. Mm-hmm. And that is the little flip in these wrinkles right. that are throughout the entire movie where I kept on going, oh, God, I cannot believe you just showed that. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe you just portrayed it in this way where it's coming from a place of power versus powerlessness yeah. mm-hmm. and that's the point that's the thing that just, it gets me jacked I'm starting to sweat I get excited because <laughs> I'm going my god like the next 20 years of filmmaking and TV TV are going to be very different mm-hmm. because you've got this now as this because you got a game changer you got a game changer that yeah. says nah you don't have to tell these stories from this point of view anymore. it, did, it does it. feel like it's opening a, a door that needed opening Mikey you said before that you didn't feel like you had the, the it wasn't your place to call it important but talking about the issues we're talking about right now what had resonance with you in in terms of these kind of more complex story points well obviously the issues of race were were of paramount importance and and again like i said earlier it is a sea change and and hopefully it's just gonna snowball further but the other takeaway from this is that um in addition to dealing with uh, issues of race it also had something we haven't seen a lot recently or in the history of ever and that is super strong women yeah mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. in every way and and not it a didn't, single cowering and it didn't matter and nobody made reference to the fact oh my god a woman can do this nobody it, right. there was one that. little thing with with the sister oh, i won't take uh, you know uh your, your sister right but your sister can't do this or stuff like that there was one little one little dig at a woman in in a in a position of power and authority and intellect mm-hmm. and then it sh- and it was shut down immediately right and you had four or five four or five super strong dominant powerful women who were not only equal to, but better than the men. Right, yeah. right, yeah. I, it's actually interesting because I still do think that not only is it uh, a very much a feminist movie, but it also still does reflect what I believe is still a thing in the African-American community, which is black men do recognize that there are strong black women, but things are still generally dominated by men. He, I mean, T'Challa still is the king, mm-hmm. and there is a reference that his sister makes about she should be 
you know, she should be considered or have the chance to be considered queen or things like that. Mm -hmm. So there is, and and I think that is an acknowledgement that men are still placed somewhat higher than women without beating anybody over the head with. I mean, you see what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. a subtle thing, but to to Mike's point, which is um, women are still... In, in even in small ways, having to battle to, to prove themselves to a certain extent, it wasn't like a major theme there, but it was. I did feel like I picked up on that. Chris, you have yeah. I I was I was thinking about uh, the the strong women piece of this, and I I think that Black Panther uh, and and Marvel the just in general embarrassed DC all over again yeah. because they had they had a uh, they had a Wonder Woman movie where she still in a lot of ways was she was a strong woman, but she was still kind of an accessory to Steve Trevor's journey. And in Black Panther, T'Challa went to the background so often um, mm-hmm. um, in these fight scenes and all of these all of these character points that were, were driven by the characters around him, and so many of them were, like, strong women who were, like... And I... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to me to think that a Wonder Woman movie had less strong women who interacted with men than Black Panther did. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And amazing and awesome. And I think... Um, uh, uh, like, I agree with with Jason. This this is such an, an elevating movie, um, not just for actors of color, not for writers of color, but even for for most of Hollywood, because I, I think it changes the way. Hopefully, it changes the way that that writers and directors look at this and, and think about black characters. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just mean, like across the board, anything. It's it, we, it's it's easy to take it and put it in the microcosm of um, black artists, right? <clears throat> but to me, any project that showcases people in a way where you don't stop and think, oh, these are black people doing yeah. it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime I see that, that opens up the door for every writer because now you don't have to write from these stereotypes right. and these point, these right. narrow, 100%. myopic points heavy lifting for right? you. 100%. Somebody comes along and shows you, no, yeah, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's brain expands and opens up and says, oh, okay, yeah, I can write a part like this for a character of this ethnicity yeah. or this gender yeah. or this sexual persuasion and make them 360 degree human. Uh-huh. And with their own yeah. challenges, if, in, interests, and in, 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 in quirks. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's I think, the beauty of a film like that. I yeah. think I knew, because we all know going in what the movie is and right. and, and how it's cast and where it, it's placed, that you you get past that immediately. Mm-hmm. So you're not spending a lot of time. I, didn't, I don't think I spent yeah. any time going... Wow, there's all the. I mean, I did spend a lot of time going. Wow, what a freaking cast! That's, Look at that, that person. That's all it needs to be. I, right. it, 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 and, and at the end, it was literally last scene. Credits come up, and they've got the kind of sand blowing. Mm-hmm. And these characters, kind of as they do the in credits. I did get a chill that went over me. It was like. I just saw something really special. Really I, I did think I saw yeah. something important. Yeah. Um, to, Trey, talk a little bit about the the familial aspect of this because that was another uh, strong theme that I think everybody can relate to and I th- I thought it was an interesting way of dealing with a father-son relationship that I don't think I've ever s- quite seen before. Yeah, well, look, I mean, uh, as much as we love them, we don't always get along with or agree with our fathers or our parents, <laughs> and that was a uh, that was a critical factor in this film. And, and let's it, get into the spoiler section because right, I think. Oh my God! Thank you. Thank you. I was like, how's he going to talk about <laughs> this without yeah, giving anything yeah. away? It's going to be a short conversation. <laughs> hey, y'all. 
Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie yet and you still want to see it, but you don't want to find out things about the plot, uh, this would be a really good time to pause this and come back to the uh, uh, podcast. I'll give you time to fumble for the little uh, pause button on your whatever <laughs> device you might be listening on. We can on. sing a song about singing Okay, songs. that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's a couple of studios over, man. <laughs> All right, Trey. Uh, father-son stuff. Let's talk about that situation because essentially this was um, believing uh, your father is one thing and the discovering something about him that is not what you expected. Yeah, and also... I'm still uh, couching terms. I don't no, know why. I mean, well, look, it's the ultimate character arc for a king to realize that the only way he can be a king, truly, is to refute you know, this hero of his, the king that came before him to, to, to distinguish himself in, in a wholly new way in terms of power, um, true power. Um, that's, that's only built on that kind of, you know, moral quandary of being at odds with, uh, this person who was so important to you to get to that point in the film was, was the only way he could really, really become the black Panther, I think. And that's, it was beautifully executed. Yeah. Oh, God, I hadn't even thought of it, it, it necessarily that way. But part of the ritual of him, which I thought was wonderful, the, the whole ritual of him being crowned king, uh, so much of that, uh, not specifically, but part of it was just coming to grips with who his father really was yes. and, the, and the choices he had to make <clears throat> sure. and the repercussions of that. Yes, and he has these repeated challenges which are baked into you know the, the royalty right. of Wakanda, and yet the ultimate challenge is the challenge is the internal challenge of sort of overcoming you know your own inability to to be at odds with someone as powerful as your father. Yeah. I love that. Did that click uh, yeah. with other people? I mean, I mean yeah. well, again, it, it's an African story. So the African culture, the African hierarchies of of, of royalty, royal families were rooted in their spirituality. Their spirituality was rooted in their ancestry, mm-hmm. and it's rooted in the soil. And there is the ceremonial crowning of the king, and then there's the spiritual emergence of the king or queen. Mm-hmm. whichever one is going to be and they have to go through both the journeys and we got to see the external oh yeah you're going to be the king well yeah of course you're going to win this fight then what does that mean really what does that really mean <laughs> yeah. and then right. to be faced with an opposition that you hadn't prepared for yeah right the, the weight uh, that comes with all of that responsibility exactly. both uh, as as you know king of a people and yep. also your own baggage that you bring to that that you exactly. didn't even know you had exactly um i want to mention part of that ritual which um i think is one of the most special moments in this movie that i keep thinking about and it is uh, post-challenge section of the film when T'Challa is uh, the the strength of the the power of the panther he, he, he it's right. taken back into his body and he goes off and basically uh, hallucinogenic is in right. the midst yeah. of that I Vision guess however, yes. however you want to you know he does a little fear and loathing in Las Vegas yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and he goes to fly myself he go, <laughs> he go yeah because it's a pretty beautiful place pretty uh, and the panthers seem friendly uh, he ends up in this Still no monkeys, though. No monkeys there. Uh, A whole different kingdom. Um, Different side of the country. He ends up in a beautiful landscape, this African veldt that is dominated by this incredible tree right. that is has no, a number of panthers perched on it mm-hmm. with these beautiful glowing eyes. Right. Um, huge shout out to cinematographer 
Um, I'm gonna, I always forget the name. He, he was gonna try to I'm do it totally looking it up. Yeah. Because you have it in your notes. Right. Uh, I don't have that Trudy. one. I, but, but, well, it's interesting. Rachel Morrison. It's interesting because not a woman of color, uh, but a, uh, a an out lesbian mm-hmm. who, by the way, is currently nominated for an Academy Award for Mudbound. Yes. Um, yeah. And that is an incredible movie to look at. Yeah. But this scene that I'm talking about is is so powerful for, for so many ways. Visually arresting, just this incredible you know, landscape, the sky, the, the way the Panthers are depicted, and then the conversation that T'Challa has with, soon after it starts, the personification of his father right. and that conversation. And I remember, I, unfortunately, I came out of it for a moment because I remember I'm in this packed theater. It is filled to the brim, and people are in this movie, mm-hmm. and at various points in the movie are very vocal about things yeah. that happen. <laughs> this scene, which is a quiet scene, you could hear a fucking pin drop. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. w- I have never dealt in my life with a, mo- a lack of silence in a theater like that time. Like mm-hmm. People were so invested in this and yeah. so drawn in. And to me, that's one of the real special things about this movie is it has moments like right. that. That the quiet moments are as great as the really you know yeah. crazy yeah. fun moments. It felt very... That moment, actually, I went, man, are we in The Lion King? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but, because there's a level of authenticity exactly. right. those two films share. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was such a great counterpoint to... Um, Kill Beast, Kill Streak, Killmonger, Killmonger. I don't know why the the second half of that Kill Beast has been like eluding me for three days. Every time we talk about, I'm like, you know. Kilowatts, but I, I, I don't know. I don't no, know you're thinking of Black Lightning. Kill, kill that's a whole, whole different story. Lights on the CW. Yeah, right. Kilowatts. But such a, it was such a great counterpoint to the vision that that, uh, that that see, I almost forgot again. Killmonger had right when he when he got to see his father and he went yep. back to the place that he came from and yep. and uh, and and just that like that this beautiful savanna that this line of kings has has like always seen versus him and his shitty little apartment and yep yeah, yeah and. Uh, um, it's just it's, that, and that's that's the one that really got me. Right. Like I was like, oh god, like oh. So yeah, and the, yeah, you're right. And the juxtaposition, yeah. juxtaposition. Yeah. Ooh, I can't say that word. To juxtaposition. juxtaposition. How, how, di- how different those two scenes were. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, any thoughts on that? Well, you just made me think about Killmonger, which made since we're in the spoiler section anyway, uh, it made me think about dialogue, which yeah. is really really well yeah. done in this film, yeah. and the the Killmonger death speech. At the end, which is the oh. uh, quick bury me in the ocean like my ancestors yeah. who jumped off the ships because death is better than bondage. Oh. Like that's oh, dude, that was just yeah, yeah. that was phenomenal and yeah. uh, an incredible performance. But yeah, yeah, great dialogue. Also great. The other thing I really liked about it was the blend of and you get this a lot in Marvel, but still coming from this place of emotional authenticity. A lot of levity in it. Mm-hmm. The 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 sister character oh, is it yeah. Shuri yeah. or sure. Shuri? Yeah, yeah sure. like. You know the the bits of like you, when you said you were going to take me to California, I thought we were going to Coachella or Disneyland. Right. Like yeah. it's yeah. It, it's it's fun. She's she keeps. You said she's a, she's a scene stealer. She mm-hmm. is throughout sure. the entire yeah. film, but she and adds much this. needed because this, right. there's some heavy stuff going on in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as opposed to say like Thor Ragnarok, which is virtually a comedy, mm-hmm. and I, and I <laughs> yeah. and as much as people love that movie, I found that a little too much. 
funny. Right. Um, yeah. Even though it, it, if it had been because I feel like that character and the and that storyline can can be heavier and deeper mm-hmm. deeper when they want to be, and it has been. Um, so that was a qualm with that. So levity as opposed to just outright. Funny. You know, going for the funny, yeah. which is, yeah. I think, was the right balance here. And it's a pacing thing overall. I mean, I, I, I have to say, I, uh, I've been suffering from heavy spandex fatigue with the Marvel <laughs> yeah. Universe, and 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 quite frankly, with almost every major blockbuster of the last five years. Maybe I've been working in TV too long, but I always come away feeling like I could have easily cut thirty or forty-five minutes from that yeah. movie. Yep. Not the case no, at yeah. all. I was shocked Black to see Panther. how long it yeah. was because I didn't feel that at all, and my bladder. Didn't feel it and my right. and my my attention span didn't feel it I, that I got I, I got a, lost a little bit at the train fight. Like there was there was uh, there was so much happening outside okay. that I was like we could have cut the the train fight scenes uh, in about half and, yeah, and, and like really hit the high high notes of that and I I wanted to just stay with the battle outside. Yeah. Like that that was the point where the movie kind of kind of lost lost steam for me. And we're so close to the end that right. it didn't matter. I was happy with the resolution, but there was definitely this this like just Falling ten minutes stretch. Where I was like, oh, yeah. come on. Falling fighting superheroes. Yeah. 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 I actually agree with you. I thought yeah. I, I felt like that at most there was maybe ten or fifteen yeah. minutes that could have been trimmed yeah. um to get it to a tight two hours, but that's far far better than the usual 240 running time where you're going oh gosh yeah. I, uh, this, yeah. this fight's been going on for half an yeah. hour well, I think the, the comparison I need, I need a, is I need a break I think the comparison is the last I mean even just uh, we didn't do a uh, um Last Jedi uh, review in Snark Monkey, but that was one where I, I literally I can identify an entire chunk of that movie that just snip, isn't snip, needed. Snip. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Star Wars planet. twist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. we can and we can certainly be yeah. nitpicky here. I just don't I don't feel right. like from a momentum and from a storyline standpoint that I got bored. I guess I, 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 I agree. Agree. or or I wasn't rolling my eyes going oh I yeah. sat there. Did what? anybody knows? At least I caught this at the very beginning. I was sitting there watching the first act, and I was going, "Oh, everybody's been asking for a black James Bond film." Oh yeah, like oh, the first no, act yeah. was a black James Bond. It you're absolutely right, was. Right. No, you've got the you've got the tech. I mean, yep. that's basically um, Q walking yep, around yes. showing yes. stuff. You got a museum heist. Right? You got a yeah. You got a, yeah. Casi- <laughs> you got a casino <laughs> scene. Casino scene. Everything that that was in a James Bond movie was yeah. in that yeah. first act. Yeah. And I went, yeah. "Oh, this is how you drew us in." That's you drew us in using yeah. familiar tropes that we've seen before, but just in a different universe and just yeah. bought it. Yeah, it I mean, that's the thing. I, I think that, again, this is this is a movie that is highly accessible to anybody, which yeah. is great because it's not a character that a lot of people are really that familiar with. It's not... Wakanda is, is going to be completely unique in a, in a good way yeah. in that you get up to speed really quickly mm-hmm. the, I, and just even as like if you took it as a science fiction plot for instance sure. uh, 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 an African nation that is still very tribal but also has the most advanced tech in the world right. mm-hmm. and the person that's developing it is probably the smartest person in the in world, world right. and happens to be female that's a great starting point right there it yeah, doesn't right. even need to be a superhero <laughs> movie well, well, that was the point where I was watching I went oh they could expand this into its own Little niche universe. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, easily. Absolutely. And yeah, I can, yeah. and I don't oh, need to know better. anything about the other Avengers popping in and out. I mean, it'll be nice to have them pop in and out, but it easily could be its own universe that we could explore yeah. and spend time in. And it also felt like 
you know, phase, I don't even know what phase we're in we're now, three. phase three, they just finished <laughs> the first <laughs> ten years. The first ten years were all about Tony Stark and Iron Man. Yep. Yeah. And T'Challa and Black Panther could easily carry the yeah, next yeah. ten. And should. I and mean, should. Uh, I think it's a, that would be a great handoff. I yeah. don't think there would be anything missing. Was anybody else slightly disappointed in the end? And I know this is the point of the film and the, and the, and the, and the greater lesson of Wakanda, but still, in the, in the end sequence when he appears before the United United Nations, and he's and he's gonna give this gift of mm-hmm. Wakanda to the world. I, I felt a little disappointed. Like, oh, really? Now it's like yeah. it's like you said. Now, yeah. now, now the trouble begins. Look, cause, I uh, had moments, Trey, in the entire movie where I was going. Damn, why is Killmonger so mad? Oh, wait a minute. I'm that mad. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, as a black man, I'm that mad in yeah. that reality. Then I was like. Man, if they had never messed with African nations and Nigeria and Mali yeah. and, and every country that's been mined for its resources, I'm like, Jesus, what would have happened if we had just been left alone? Yeah, right, and right, then right. to get to the end where I'm going, We're gonna don't give it do up it, now. brother, don't do it, don't give it up. Don't give it up, they're going to take your shit. But that, but that is the point. That, right, is, the point. that yeah. is Black Panther 2 right, right. there, which yeah. is, again, the repercussions of allowing this uh, amazing tech and, and and substance and everything into the rest of the world, which has already been kind of filtering into the other movies as a incredibly desirable thing that's mm-hmm. been on the black market and it's been hovering there all this time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean... But it's also... Uh, but, but you're right, if just from a, a story construction standpoint, Trey, it was kind of like I would have been happy to walk out knowing there were no tag scenes. I mean, if I right. if I had left yeah, yeah, yeah. if I had left with that feeling I was getting during the end credits, I would have been much happier because that scene was like purely just to connect to what's going to yeah. come. So, next. so was the Bucky scene. Like I, I, I yeah. just I didn't I didn't need either. I didn't feel like they added anything. To yeah. yeah, but they also had to set up Avengers. Right. They, they got to do what they, they got to do. Up Infinity War. Those are starting yeah. to have uh, as time goes on less and less impact. Right. Yeah. They yeah. used to be cool reveals right. because right. early on it, all it said was, there's going to be more. You right. guys like this? Yeah. Just right. wait. We right. all know that now. Yeah, know. Right. There's going to be Marvel movies for the rest for the of our track. lives. Until the world ends. But I like this feeling of like looking at Wakanda at different points in the film and, and going pivoting back and forth internally uh, mm-hmm. between... Wow, I really hope uh, they put in Wakanda lands at Disney parks so that oh, I can yeah. actually go experience this. And then, yeah. but then the flip side of that thought is, no, no, that'll mess it up. I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be in Wakanda. You're not supposed to be in Wakanda. Right. It's yeah. supposed to be preserved and protected. And yeah, yeah so but that's kind of great to Shangri-La. even have that internal yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Like yeah. It, it's it is this kind of beautiful place that you don't you want to have it stay pristine, but yeah. you also kind of want to be there at the right. same time. Yeah. I would like to be there and have it be pristine at the same right. time. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, kind of like it's it's kind of like. You know, you you were happy you went to Coachella before it got all. Oh yeah, yeah. right, right. right. I mean, it's it's Comic Con for me. I was happy I went to Comic Con twenty two years ago. We all. It just goes to show you, we all. Have our Wakanda? Yes, we do. Uh, um, let's talk about the action. Can, can we, I actually? I yeah. want to talk about Killmonger's death speech for a second mm-hmm. because I was pissed as hell that they killed Killmonger mm. and actually and Claw, both of them. Um, Andy Serkis and and this is I think a, a Marvel problem and just a comic book problem yeah. in general, yeah. comic book movie problem in general. Uh, Andy Serkis and Michael Michael B. Jordan were some of the most amazing, amazingly talented villains I think we've seen. Yeah. Like yeah. they they carried the scenes. Um, 
The only other one that that has had kind of a similar impact on me was Michael Keaton's Vulture in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. add I'd add Hiddleston as Loki. Oh yeah, yeah, but he's he's moved past that point where he's even a villain. Yeah, that's true, point, but right? and that's, but initially, yeah, sure. And and he's Hiddleston's the only one they've kept around. Yeah, even the ones that even the minor villains that survive a movie, right? Like Claw and what Civil Civil War and. Um, the guy who became crossbones from Winter mm-hmm. Soldier to, right. to Civil right. War, right? They get killed immediately. And and Marvel is losing half yeah. of its interesting cinematic universe because we have to kill them off. Yeah, but my only gentle uh, pushback to that is you kind no. of had... <laughs> you, you, <laughs> we refuse before no, no, no. we even hear it. That's the way the world is <laughs> now, right, Trey. Right, <laughs> no, in the character of Mbaku, who is played by Winston Duke, who is a friend of mine, he was on The Messengers, He's. All I was right. so excited yeah. for him in this role. And so good. Uh, yeah. He was so, so good. Yeah. And, and to me, his character arc in this film... You didn't need both Killmonger and M'Baku in the end, they, because they sort of occupy a similar space sure. in that they they both wanted the crown. You know, they both represented these challenges. Uh, my argument is that uh, it 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 came from a potentially deeper, more interesting, and lasting place for M'Baku in the end to come back and right. and help us save Wakanda versus Killmonger, who, though very interesting and complex. I don't. I don't know how you. I don't know if you guys may disagree, but I don't know how you legitimately keep him around. I don't know how he ever lets go of that sure. anger, and, and he may not. And that's he may not. Yeah. yeah, he may not. But I would love. I would love to see. I would have loved to seen in Infinity Wars two or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, right, right. when the Beyonder shows up or the Berserker shows up. I would have loved to seen him go through a journey from that level of anger right, yeah. right. back to the motherland where he goes you know what let me re-embrace who I really yeah. am yeah. Well, well, and that could have taken years I, yeah. well, but I would love to he see is him. in Wakanda and uh, Shuri has shown that she has uh, certain medical abilities too so there, just because Killmonger is dead doesn't mean Killmonger well, is dead fair. that's true fair. this I, is Marvel I, I think for me it's true. it's more about just I mean I, I agree with Trey from the storytelling standpoint I, I'm just gonna, I just want, I'm gonna miss that character in Michael B. Jordan right. and, yeah. and, and yeah. his portrayal and yeah. just the design of that that character, oh, the yeah. scars on his yeah, body, cool. the, the look great. of him his, from his hair. I mean, there was there was a very specific design to how he represented himself. And other than the fact that I heard half the audience go, other than that, uh, it was it, this really impressive presence yeah. that comes from partially the design and partially his acting that I'm going to miss. I, I think and from that's, that's the, my thing. the kind yeah. of character yeah. stuff you guys are talking about, I think can come from, um, uh, Wakabi, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Kalua. How do we say how do we say his last name? I always say Kalua, but it's not Kalua. It's Kalua. I can't say. I'm honest. I can't say anybody's last name. I'm not. I struggle. I do. I struggle. Like the guy from Get Out. He represents. He represents a little of that resistance. So that it. Potentially, that could be there. But then he bowed. I mean, he kneeled to his, to his lady because she's about to get his that's ass. That's what you do, right? <laughs> <laughs> your woman got a spear on your ass. You got to get on one knee, son. We all been there, done that. Yeah, right? Take a yeah. knee. By the way, that probably out of all the sequences in the movie, even some of the bigger action sequences, that moment got the biggest reaction in theater oh, really? of anything yeah. Oh, yeah. at my screen. Oh, yeah. my, my screen was so quiet. Like oh, we were, really? we were a good, we were a, a good. 
uh, you Arclight, Arclight Hollywood. That's right. why. But it was it was still a good. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good. It was a good. Are you like, saying because it was a respectful audience? I'm or just saying, saying it was a largely Caucasian audience, predominantly down below the ten. Said we're not gonna go down here at the rig at Magic Johnson. We're gonna go up to the Grove because we're going out tonight. There you go. <laughs> they got on their garbs and they got on their Black Panther gear and they got on all their yeah. African gear and their goofies yeah. and the kente cloths and they said we're going out tonight. Yeah. We're going to the Grove. There were there were a lot of a lot of folks dressed up at, at the ArcLight okay. too. Okay. Like, so I'm, they were quieter. They, they, yeah. I just, we were quiet. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we as like a human race were quieter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just the ArcLight. Never seen a movie with a bunch of black folk in it. Yeah. Not in the movie, but in the audience. Yeah. You are missing out. Yeah, it's, it's a great time. One of we my one of my coworkers here at the Wave, Pat Prescott, who does mornings at ninety four seven The Wave. The Wave. She went to uh, Baldwin Hills and mm, said it was it was the roof was blowing on the joint and and in the most joyful way like it was it was a celebration it yep. was that's the thing that struck me when she was talking about it and and a, a little bit with you too Jason is it wasn't a it was a joyful moment yeah. it was a it was a, like not since President Obama's first election. Right, right. Like, I mean, it's it's that big a deal. And to hear her say yeah. that it was like, oh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta let, I gotta absorb that. Yeah. That this this is a big pop culture moment that will have a lot Absolutely. of influence on so many big other ripple. things. Right, big mm-hmm. ripple. I know, mm-hmm. continue to go. I mean, there's certain projects that have that that hold that. They still hold up years later. Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jackson Thriller album mm-hmm. um, uh, for me Hamilton and this yeah, movie yeah. Family these, Matters Family Matters <laughs> like these, really? wait these, I was kidding these <laughs> movies, Urkel these, you these really you're gonna embrace yeah. Urkel well it was kind of show until the bill messed up but, okay yeah I mean we don't this is a this is a good this shows you just how deprived mm-hmm. black people in America are when it comes to pop culture of us seeing ourselves in lights that are regal that make other people go oh I want to be there too yeah right like we're always throwing on Iron Man's Spider-Man suits Spider-Man right, suits yeah, yeah. and everybody else yeah, Wonder Donald Woman Glover gear talks that. about what you know he yeah. Spider-Man being his right. big, yeah. It, it, we're always doing that but we rarely get to see in screen characters that everybody else goes oh I want to be that yeah, yeah. right like I have my my friends, they're ten year old kids. They're like, man, my son wants a Black Panther gear for Halloween. Yeah, he doesn't want to be any other character. And they they're blonde haired, wispy haired white kids, and yeah. they're they're thrilled to be us yeah. and to play our characters. Right. And that to me, I'm going. That's for me. That's what's important about a pro- about a film yeah. like that yeah. is that we get to step out of this space of always having to project ourselves into somebody else's culture and people want to project themselves into ours i also think it's important that um not just black panther but in a year where get out um is where it's the where it's best picture yeah i mean Mm -hmm. to me i haven't seen anything that i feel like is better and i mean that and i think it's it's a sign to show any naysayers that say oh hollywood trying to be politically correct or how they're casting certain things it's like no you're talking about incredibly well-crafted quality movies and i with the reason i brought up the uh, cinematographer is because um, also what was her the, name again? Uh, Rachel 
That's so cool. Motherfucker. <laughs> Shamama Mama. Uh, That's her last name? <laughs> no. Rachel Morrison. Okay. Um, by, the way, well <laughs> by the way, uh, Black Panther, Mudbound, Dope, Mm. Cake, yeah. cake. Those are her movies. Wow, she's made some ex- and completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just you know, so many aspects of these movies are showing. No, there, there's a reason. There's been people deprived of seeing themselves being represented is because they're really quality writers, filmmakers, directors, storytellers, executives right. of of gender and and race. That has not been been represented. Who are really good if given the opportunity and the tools and the resources. And exactly, and it's not just black. I'm like, right. no, I know. I want to see some dope ass Asian film yeah, with yeah. Asian superheroes or yeah. Asian yeah. some story. Um, my boys uh, Jay Lee and Ahmed wrote this incredible backstory to Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. and <laughs> the Miyagi story, and they pitched it, and they went. The, the response was, "We can't sell a Japanese lead." In a film, and I'm going. Yeah. It's the dumbest until you can. Until you right, can. Until, you yeah. can. Yeah. until somebody right. says yes. And, and, and for mm-hmm. me, because there's so many stories behind us that could be, we could cherry pick and start and, and unfold them and say, hey, what's inside of this? And tell a new future story right. of of what that uh, of that character. Yeah. There's so many stories to be told if you just open up the catalog and open up your mind and say this does not have to be any one category or other yeah. person on screen and it also it just needs it to be great. also shows it doesn't just appeal to the people who are making exactly. that movie exactly. yeah. i mean black panther is the prime example of across the board sure. i mean from the women swooning over michael b jordan's and chadwick boseman's bodies to the the superhero nerds like those of us in the room yep. to the black community who finally get to see themselves represented and by the way started coming out in droves mm-hmm. started yeah. Thursday night mm-hmm. yeah. to show that yeah that audience has been just waiting for this right mm-hmm. and that's that's what kills me about this like I don't know I'll alt-right Nazi racist ass oh. protest like the fanboys who were the fanboys who were against represent- I don't know oh remember what it was called yeah, that wanted right? to sink their Rotten Tomato score right. like, oh, like th- was that a real oh thing God, yeah. Man, yeah I mean yeah, yeah. They're, so they, movie so about they, the KKK like, it's yeah. just, it's just so, so they managed to the knock world. it down to 98% yeah, it's the yeah, stupidest yeah, right. fucking thing in the world because like <laughs> this is a character who is so truly and purely represented back to his comic book roots right, that yeah. like any ground you have to stand on about this is is just it is nothing like yeah. it it's insane to me like I, I thought the complaints about Heimdall being black and Thor were like just stupid they were stupid complaints who cares but like but sure in the comic books he wasn't created that way originally right. Black yeah. Panther was a black superhero <laughs> right. from Africa right. Right. who right. like took the mantle of the Panther came to America kicked ass and like got things back from dumbass white po- folks <laughs> who stole shit from him in the first place and right. the right. beauty of the story that they told here is nothing is hit you over the head right yeah. absolutely yeah. there's nothing preachy there's yeah. nothing because there doesn't overt. have to be no. it is exactly what it needs to be which is oh. real and authentic well, there's uh-oh. one moment of overt, but 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 uh, 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 positively so. Yes. It's, yes, it's the it's the UN moment of yes, uh, yes, yes. the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers. 
Oh, okay. yeah, I guess that's, that's, if they right. just, you know, what, I might have polished that for a while. What do you think that's? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure. I, uh... There was so many pokes, though. There yeah, were so yeah, many yeah. moments where I went. Oh, good yes. ones, good ones. When yeah. she called him a colonizer. A colonizer. Uh, oh, oh man, <laughs> that got such a reaction in my theater yeah. too. To the so point where I was like, I, I was yeah. so caught up in the movie, I was like, oh, that was a thing. Oh, that's yeah. what they said. Yeah, I was that behind. It was like. I go back to to one of the points that I made earlier was you know two hours and fourteen minutes and I never heard the n word. I have been an active user of that word, mm. and that was the first movie where I went. Maybe I need to scrub that from my vocabulary. Interesting. Wow. wow. Interesting. Because how can I continue to utilize a word in a joking, jovial way? And it is a word that brings. It's a vibrational. It's a lower vibrational word. Mm-hmm. And how can I watch that kind of film and feel elevated in that way and then turn right around and let something like that come out of my mouth? And, mm. I went, and me That's and Ahmed and Jay Lee were all like, yeah, I think that, I think that yeah. word is done, guys. Yeah. At least amongst ourselves, we've made a pact to drop that and God. move beyond that. Because I really would, I would like to have Kugler, Kugler one-on-one and ask him about that because I think that clearly there was a conscious decision yeah. to mm. do that. I don't know and if that's true. I don't know. I mean, the well, only character that would have used it would have been Michael B. Jordan's would, character. Killmonger, Right, yeah. it would have been Killmonger. Well, and that's what, I'm, and that's I, guess what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but here's the thing. The anger, the, the sentiment is still there right. without the sure. word being needed. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, you know what, Jason? I'm going to stop using it, too. <laughs> so that's, that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible joke. <laughs> and that's when the show went off the rails. That's let's, when... <laughs> let's talk. Uh, it looks like we just got a full uh, list of email complaints. callers. It was a joke. It was a joke. I'm still going to keep using. All right. Snark, I'm monkey. Kick his ass Emphasis on snark. Stop it. All right. Let's talk about something really light, and then we'll wrap up. Good. Just Let's just talk about freaking action, man, and, oh, and yeah. why yeah. this movie is different. Yes. Um, and I'll, t- I'll give you my take really quickly, which is much more hand-to-hand yeah. yep. um, and close-up. And I admit, I was on the fourth row, so it took me a little while because it was the last seat I could get. Um, it, I'm, I was so close-up that it was a little... I had to. It took me a while to kind of adjust to what was a very kind of documentary style, um, handheld almost, which clearly probably wasn't. I, you know, I don't know. I don't care. Um, I loved that it wasn't a lot of blasters and a lot of. You know, there were moments of that. But it was mostly very much intimate. Even in the big battle scenes, it was about smaller groups or individuals taking each other on. Um, any thoughts on that? Who wants to jump in? Uh, there? I'm going to agree with you on that as very much. It, it, it in, like I said earlier, it, it's a smaller movie, so having smaller fights that are more, for lack of a better word, intimate and one on ones and stuff like that, um, it 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 plays really really nicely. And kicking back to the James Bond aspect that yeah. you you discussed earlier, J.K. is that scene. In the casino, oh, the casino. which yeah. led to a car chase, is straight out of seventeen Bond films, yeah. and yeah, it yeah. but maybe done ass. better than I've seen oh, in a Bond film best. in a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think right. My favorite car seat, car chase scene of all time. Yeah, it was great. That was so great. But, but yeah. also the 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 intimate nature of combat moments, like the waterfall challenges, mm, which yes. which from what a great setting. And, and right? not only that, a great setting, but also I love the way um, Kugler had the, the ring of spears right. continually close in. Yep. All like arrows, like yep. no, keep it here, keep it here, yeah. keep it and here. And it felt very claustrophobic. Yeah, which was yeah. awesome. Was and the whole act of that ritual, with even with people who um, 
clearly don't love what, what they're doing, like that that loyalty to the to the ritual, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't feel right. Especially when Killmonger yeah. comes in for the challenge. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, that that's again another level of complexity of. Sticking to a tradition that you believe in, while you don't believe in the situation. It's the emotional stakes in a fight. Yeah, like that's that's yeah. that's what makes the fight matter. Um, uh, the uh, you talked about the chasing um, him riding the car through oh, the streets. So great. Yeah. Um, how that was, and 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 you know they kind of had that moment where you see a little bit in other movies of a slow motion jump over a mm-hmm. you know yeah, a vehicle. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of seen that before, and yet. That particular version of it felt just fresh enough, yeah. and it, and they didn't do that a lot. I yeah, mean, that was the one thing. Anything that felt familiar, you didn't see a lot of. You right. saw enough really interesting uh, variations on that. It's very hard to do those things now and feel fresh. Yeah. And, and feel like you don't get taken to Uncanny Valley at some point. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the, the bits, I mean, the, the big climactic battles with the rhinos riding in, I, I just was like, I sat back in my seat looking at it going... I know none of this is real, <laughs> but it feels so organic. Oh, yeah. It feels so so legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the, I think that's the right word. I mean, when they did kind of pull back and get a little more expansive. Also, what I love it, it, there are there is a battle scene. There is a point at which a lot of people are fighting each other, yeah, yeah. but you didn't get that vast vista of computer right, generated right. Digital, bodies digital right. hordes that, yeah. that you know in Which your head are like oh, there's yeah. no way yeah. There's, yeah. 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 It, it still stayed it like it's framed in a way where it all comes from outside yeah. into the middle mm-hmm. and focuses on these individual fights right. as opposed to trying to impress us with a vast panorama yeah. Yeah. I loved that that was again that was a very distinct have, choice have you when's a, well I just watched, rewatched Shaka Zulu. Oh, wow. From the 80s yeah, on, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. And the battles, uh-huh. when Shaka became a warlord, the battles that they would have were that small and that self contained. Oh, and I said, oh, he got, he had to have taken <laughs> from that. You, it was, were the, it, you, you were the second person that's brought up that yeah, movie to me this was, week. And was, I. Uh, go ahead. No. Yeah, no, no. I just, I haven't ever seen it. You've got to watch it. It's called Zulu, right? Totally, Shaka, Shaka, Shaka Zulu. Shaka, 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 yeah, it's on that movie. Is that the it's one fantastic. from the... Oh, okay. All it's right. from the 80s, and it's done very, very, very well. Right. Um, it's another one of those movies where I'm like, yep, my kid will be watching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, I used, to joke, I used to joke around and say it, but I was serious. I used to watch Roots once a year, just yeah. to remind myself. Right. Right. And I'd always tell my white friends, y'all might want to leave me alone for a couple days because I'm watching Roots this week. <laughs> And, now I know why you don't return my calls from you know, <laughs> And it's one of those things I went, you know what? I'm putting that down, too, because yeah. I don't need to remind myself. If the, I'm buying the DVD of Black Panther, I'm downloading Black Panther. I'm probably going to go see it four more times in the theater. I'm going to see it on IMAX, 3D, 2D, no D. It was... An amazing project, yeah. and it's one of those things that I'm just going to keep, continue to feed myself. This is I, the first time I've actually talked about it, yeah, because I just uh. wanted to contain the feeling that I had. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sit inside me for as long as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. I will I buy your ticket if you let me go with you and just let me watch your face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just want to watch you watching it. Uh, and I t- somehow I'm gonna figure out how to get my ass in the second one. Somehow, there you yeah. go. Got to get All right. Right. Uh, we're making the call right now. Hello, yes. Kevin Feige. <laughs> Anybody? Um, any other last thoughts before we wrap up? We've been talking a while, and but this is a movie we're talking yeah. about, Trey. I will say this: uh, I grew up in a small town, so I know what I'm talking 
talking about. There's no smaller town, as we all know, than the entertainment industry. Um, for for months, we've been hearing internally about this film, and not like in that publicity, you know, PR way. You you, you hear from a sound editor or uh, that it's great, or you hear from a stunt woman that it's great, or you hear from a visual effects supervisor, or you hear from some assistant who signed an NDA at Marvel but went to an advanced screening and talked about it anyway. You've been hearing this groundswell of enthusiasm for this film that. When you hear that kind of groundswell, it's it's almost always legit because it's coming from inside the creative community. Yeah. And it's one of those rare circumstances where I found myself sitting in the theater a little worried walking in like it's been overhyped. It's been overhyped. I'm going to be disappointed. Me too. Yeah. Same. And, and, I, and I was not at all. In right. fact, it exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So uh, but, it, it and, must be seen. Are you getting a sense that the industry... Clearly, the industry is taking notice, but are they responding from your point of view? Because you're, in, I mean, you're in the middle of production right now. I mean, and, or, or Jason. I mean, you're out there auditioning. I'm on a different side of it, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's all kinds of necessary course corrections that are happening right now in yeah. our industry that that are really inspiring in a lot of ways, and that point directly to the reasons for Black Panther being mm-hmm. um, that, that 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 again. Yeah, I just you, you hear this, you hear this kind of internal chatter in the biz and you, you try we all we none of us wants to fall prey to the PR machine but so you try to manage your expectations but I was just so blown away last night uh, it's legit uh, I, I think that we are representing the consensus here because I just uh, I you know it's there's so many things about it that are good mm-hmm. and great and important and uh, if it really has the impact I think we all have we're going to see more opportunities like this for great stories from different points of view, that's from it. different places, and that's only a good thing, because yeah. I'm tired yeah. of seeing the same shit. And yeah. you, you have to have films like this yeah. that raise the bar, set a new Absolutely. standard for everybody to go, oh, let's reach to that. It lifts everybody up. It's not, that's what I love about yep. the, when, That's what I love about this industry, when something lands and does well and changes the game. New rules. New yeah. rules. <laughs> everybody got to play by them. Yeah. Uh, let's go around the room. Chris McGann, what do you got going on, and where can people find you? Uh, oh, I've got a commercial running during the Olympics right now. If you guys are right dying on. to see more of my bearded face, uh, <laughs> uh, look for me sleeping on a couch in the Olympics, because nothing says Olympic caliber <laughs> uh, athleticism like me sleeping on a couch. Well, uh, given NBC's coverage, there's a lot of sleeping on couch shots. Hi, yo. You don't watch curling? <laughs> no, I've got a house to sweep. And they want to come to my house and sweep, they can. No, I... I, I I dumped out of curling when the doping scandal hit. Um, <laughs> Any sport that my grandma could do, it's not a sport. <laughs> What's the commercial for? Do you uh, want to buzz market ex, the product? Ex, ex, well, no, I mean, it's a cable company. We don't need to. Oh, okay. Need to, no, we hate that. Shout them too much. But yeah. good for you. Yeah, man, thanks. Thanks. Pumped about it. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, the McGann, the McGann. Uh, on every social media platform should be able to find me. And congratulations on your engagement. Oh, that's right, yes, thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Joining the ranks of marital bliss. <laughs> right. yep. So when I asked you what you got going on, the first thing you said, I'm in a commercial and forgot I'm getting married. So I just wanted to, <laughs> wanted to underline because that. the commercial pays yeah. for the wedding, well, man. Okay. Come on. All right, good point. I don't a lot of sexism too much, but like as excited as I am, I'm still a guy and I forget that it's something that's important to people. I understand. Um, totally so understand. Like, like occasionally my mom will call and she'll be like, how's planning going? I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get going. We've only got four months left. Uh, so, but uh, it, it's coming together. Jenny's lovely and she's wonderful. And right. If she 
is listening. Hi, Jenny. I hope you made it all the way through well, this, and I didn't bore you too much. we got to do a Snark Monkey Bachelor episode. Yes. Uh, bachelor yeah. Party episode. Yes. Oh, Mikey wow. Ambers, uh, what you got going on? Where are you? Uh, I am uh, on HGTV. Well, not. I'm behind the scenes in HGTV about uh, every night, because House Hunters runs non-constantly. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's where you can find me, and uh, if, uh, my Larry, you probably have seen my, my newest passion is... Um, <laughs> Is, 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 are you really calling it a passion? Is, how can an obsession? Yeah, that's more like all it. right. Yeah. Um, compulsion, perhaps. Definitely a compulsion. Mislaid manholes. Yeah, it's it's an OCD thing. Uh, mislaid manholes on Instagram. Anytime you see a, a manhole that's been striped over and uh, it's it's Doesn't askew. Drives me nuts. Mike so Ambers is on it. them all over this is LA. Fantastic to know. Mislaid yeah. manholes. Yeah, and he's only uh, in LA County at this point. I have had a couple sent to me, uh, like in Seattle <laughs> and in Maryland and New York and stuff like that. But yeah, I probably have a hundred on the oh, site right boy. now. Wow. JK, I've seen you on some sets recently, haven't I? Yes, I just did a uh, guest on Lucifer. Uh, I think it, it's episode 316. I'm not sure what when that airs. I think it's next month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of fun working with uh, with uh, the leads. Um, you can also see me in a commercial. I am in a downy spot that's been running for a while, sniffing somebody's shirt. <laughs> like you right. do. Like I do. <laughs> that's right. Um, as long as you're not eating the Tide Pods. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to your credit, you do not look happy about smelling the person's shirt. I'm not. I'm yeah. not happy. That's, I mean, like... it's good acting, but it's also, it's like, <laughs> it I just want everybody to know, Jason Kelly is not a shirt sniffer from I'm way not back. Sure. Not that there's anything wrong with <laughs> that. Okay, sure. whatever. Right. We're, we're not kink shaming here. It's just my get down. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, this spring, I'm uh, I was cast as uh, the coach in Red Speedo by Lucas Hanath, the West Coast world premiere, a West Coast premiere of this play um, oh, cool. over at the Road Theater oh, on awesome. Magnolia, and it's a really good piece. Looking forward to getting into the the process of that. And then you can find me on uh, social media J Kelly seventy two. That's J K E L L E Y. Right. 72. And we'll and see you in a couple of years in Black Panther 2. You will. I'm, oh, yeah. You can also yeah. find me at Equinox because I'm getting jacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got to join my gym again. Yeah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan had an impact on all of us. A little shout out to my wife, Tio. Love you. Ethiopian wife. Yeah. So. Okay. Congratulations well, on the recent marriage. Uh, Trey Calloway, you have some exciting stuff going on right now with an icon. Yeah, well, I'm the, I'm the showrunner of a new Amazon uh, Studios uh, Western event series called Outrider, which stars Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I've he heard is. Of him. Yeah. 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 Wasn't he in politics? Is yeah, that where he as came a from? In fact, yeah. he was and still is. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a. Uh, a very interesting, uh, <laughs> a very interesting experience. Is it a film or is it a series? It's a series. How many episodes? Western event series. It'll be ten episodes okay. to begin, and then uh, we'll see where it goes from there. All right, check it. The Austrian cowboy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need a buffalo Thanks. soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I ain't got no hair. But... <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us at the Snark Monkey, and I'm at Larry underscore Morgan. Guys, it's so great to get back together with yeah, you again. Yes. So, uh, do it again for solo. Uh, solo yeah. or solo? whatever, Mike come up before then uh, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is on the way as well yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and Solo is uh, nearby so get your tickets now folks and Civil and, War and Civil War and Civil War no not Civil War no, no Infinity, Infinity War, Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War. Sorry, yeah. okay. we, we got three more of these, yeah. these, these <laughs> yeah. that's right I, I, I wouldn't want to follow Black Panther though yeah, yeah. 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 Ah. well they, they have a lot to live up to yeah, alright gentlemen thank you very much and get a monkey 
get a monkey. Get a monkey! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.